Folks, hello there. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that is keeping us hanging on. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with someone who is not in your quarantine pod is unethical. It's possibly lethal. It is definitely more frowned upon than changing your Netflix password so your ex can't use it anymore. So for now, it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the good comebacks they've been keeping in a in a notes app, all in isolation, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title automatically gives a person's opinion on, let's say, the hell's going on in WandaVision, more weight than a civilian's. It's very important. You're listening to Troubled Waters. meet our comics our first contestants short film sixteen thousand dollars will be screening at slam dance this year you can also hear her voice on laser wolf airing on adult swim and hbo max it is troubled waters fave ellington wells hello ellington hi thanks for having How me back are you? oh i'm i'm really good i've been on the east coast for three months and i just got back to la so oh, wow. has anything happened since I've been gone? I don't think so. Literally nothing. Literally nothing <laughs> at all. Things have opened and closed and opened and closed and opened and closed. Right now, things for the moment are sort of open. Um, but yeah, other than that, no. Um, no good shows, no movies, no like no public anythings. You, we determined the last time I saw you was, I guess, the last one of these that we did in person. Yeah, it's crazy. I did a yeah. lot of things like, I guess everyone did things and then it shut down. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of everyone's story. Um, yeah. But I was like, I remember the last hug I gave. I was at a, a comedy show. Uh, in, wow. And I, I walked up to the comedians and I gave them a hug and they were like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I remember being like, Ugh. oh, okay, we don't do that anymore. Got it. Yeah. Let's all talk. Oh, when this is over, this are you going to be, um, are you going to be pro hug? Or are you going to be anti hug? <sighs> I think I'm going to be pro hug. Pro, same. Pro hug for life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything's going to take that away. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. That voice that you heard is the voice of none other than a gentleman who you can see uh, on uh, the right one out now on Blu-ray and VOD. You can also hire this gentleman and his friends to liven up your Zoom chats with Hey Good Meeting. Troubled Waters Nation. Please welcome David Keckner. Hello. Hello. Hi. Great to see you. Pleasure. Uh, Tell me everything about Hey Good Meeting. Hey Good Meeting is something I launched. uh, Here's my pitch. Uh, They say that idle minds are the devil's workshop and the devil called a hold of me. I was doing a bunch of different things during the pandemic. And uh, I also do cameo because I have five kids. And so any Uh revenue stream is welcome in my house. And I noticed a lot of businesses were needing Zoom fatigue relief. And so I started a business for that purpose. so business meeting, businesses have meetings all day long on Zoom. So my business, Hey Good Meeting, we do custom comedy for your business. So to help uh, Zoom fatigue relief, 
and build morale or do whatever you need. First quarter kickoff sales, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, we don't care. MC events via Zoom. And it's custom comedy. It's not just like a drop-in. We will meet with you. We have a, a, a slate of writers and other actors to uh, help liven up your day in your meetings. Hey, good meeting. Hey, good meeting. Hey, don't you deserve a good meeting to Luke, Luke, Luke. I don't play piano, but uh, clearly I should. Very musical. Um, who, who else is involved? Tim Meadows, um, Kate Flannery, Cedric Yarborough. I'm trying to convince my friend Rachel Dratch. Uh, oh God, a murderer's row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're building all the time. As as business increases, we'll increase our slate of of, uh, of talent. Oh, I love this. I love this. Hey, good meeting. How how do we how do how do we book it? What do we do? Uh, just go to HeyGoodMeeting.com. We're the one up there. There it is. Yep. Couldn't be simpler. And thank you. All right, folks, you have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really truly matters this week in the world of pop culture. So. Players, Ellington, David, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story, person, event of the last week or two. Ellington, we will start with you. you Okay. Um, I don't think this was overlooked because I just found out, and I think the world did, but Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia, is going to be trying out for American Idol. And I, I didn't can't think I could wait, Ellington. But that uh. blew my wig off my head. <laughs> what do you? I mean, let's talk about her expectations. What do you? What do you reckon she sounds like? I reckon that she needs a lot of auto tune to sound good. <laughs> okay. okay, but like, but Shade like, right up could top. be. But but I do think that like being good enough to be auto tuned, like someone's going to take the time, is good enough to me. Okay. I'm a lover okay. of pop music. I'll take an auto tune any day. Wow. Yeah. I. You know. I think she has the combination of kind of a smoky, um, a, a kind of a low tone, and um, a life of emotional pain. Yeah. That can like together create a great singer. So I my expectations yeah. are high. I think it's fun because like um, usually pop stars, it takes them like a really long time of like the media beating them down um, Mm -hmm. for them to really like turn and go crazy. But she's already there. I'm like, let's cut out the middleman. Let's get to the messy stuff right up top. Yeah. We don't have time. We don't have time. In this accelerated culture. Mm. I like it. Okay. And by the way, they're teasing it now. You know, she's not, she doesn't pop up until episode six at the earliest. They're going to string this one out. Is that what's going to happen? This is how I assume this is so. how WandaVision is is ruining my life. We're waiting really? for things to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like that show will just do nothing but frustrate and tease you forever. Um, but I will, of course, be watching a strong <laughs> opening gambit from Ellington Wells. David Keckner, how about you? I will say this to you: I do have five kids, so I don't yeah. um, I don't know much about pop culture. All right, uh, I realized uh, this is gonna be a long preamble to why I don't know anything. I, the last series I binged was The Sopranos. And here's why. I realized, because I couldn't figure out what happened. Like, why did I miss everything? So I had two kids, and then we had twins 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was unable to keep up with anything that wasn't <laughs> right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And nothing's been right in front of me. But can we, should we talk about Priyanka Chopra recalls feeling abandoned after her mom sent her to boarding school? 
So that opens up uh, 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 all kinds of topics we could talk about that no one cares well, about. Sure. I do, I do like the Priyanka story that is the first thing that came up when you went to like page6.com or something, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I like it. I think there's <laughs> there's level there's there's drama to be found in this Priyanka story. I, I I believe that. I think you can defend it. Defensible both ways. I mean, I don't know what her mother was used to. I mean, there are people of, from a certain uh, wealth class, I believe, that mm-hmm. uh, boarding school is just the way to go. You're 13. Mm-hmm. It's now time to be an adult. You found drama in the story. You found levels and layers. That's why you're here. And this is going to be a Claudia versus Priyanka <laughs> troubled waters. I'm in. You're, you're buzzing words. Keep them ready. Claudia and Priyanka. Oh. Let's get the fuck. Let's get into it. We're going to start this show with a round we are calling True Loves and Dirty Rotten Sheets. This, by the way, is our uh, Valentine's Day episode. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Craft, um, the good people at Craft have kicked off the Valentine's Day season by announcing that they are launching a pink mac and cheese for Valentine's Day this year. It is a pink mac and cheese that tastes like candy. It's got bits of candy in it. So, but so it will no. retain the taste of cheese with a pink cheese sauce. We don't know what kind of candy, which is like that would seem to me to be an important part of the story. Is it chocolate? Is it is it peppermint? What what is it? We don't know. Um, so yeah, according to Kraft, love is not dead. It's just synthetic and lacking in nutrients. So we did some digging. We found some of the weirdest promos companies have put together for the Valentine's Day season. Your job is to tell me whether they are true or false. Okay. If they are true, if they are true, you say true love. If you think we made them up, you say dirty, rotten sheet. And these will be given to you in turn. We don't need to buzz in for this for this particular round. Ellington you. Wells, you will be up first. Aftermath Crime Scene Cleanup. It's a company that specializes in crime scene cleanup. Mm-hmm. For Valentine's Day 2014, they published a report on how they would clean up the mess left by Romeo and Juliet's double suicide. Is that a real Valentine's Day promotional event or fake? True love or dirty rotten cheat? Okay. Um, You know what? I have been following some of these companies on uh, the TikTok and so, and I've been following that, true crime cleanup yes. companies on TikTok. Yes, and is what you've just told me. And local Florida PIs, yes. And I, 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 I don't even know which question to start with. <laughs> there, it's it's uh you know the algorithm just knows what I want to see, and that's I don't I, I don't control it; it controls me. Um. And so that is what I'm seeing a lot of. And I'm going to go with uh-huh. true love on this one. I do believe that this is something that they would do because they've got a sense mm-hmm. of humor. Mm-hmm. Ellington Wells. I'm sorry to say that is absolutely correct. That, is correct. that was a real <laughs> wow. thing that happened in 2014. One point to you. God, what a gross world we live in. David Keckner, yeah. yes, sir. this one's for you. Dental Newsweek. It's a trade magazine for dentists. Published a graphic on how to tell if you have symptoms of being in love or symptoms of needing a root canal. For example, heart throbbing is a symptom of being in love. Throbbing pain, a symptom of toothache that will require a root canal. True love or dirty rotten cheat? I'm going to say dirty rotten cheat because I just think that naturally you're going to change things up. So 
I think heart throbbing <laughs> okay. between the teeth yeah. uh, is an indication of heart disease. And yeah. dentists yeah. don't have a sense of humor, I'd have to say. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I, I like that you're using you're using game show theory <laughs> to factor into your answers. I think that's a wise choice. Unfortunately for this, it was the wrong choice because that was an actual true thing from Dental Newsweek. Really? Wow. A fun little wow. piece. For Dental Newsweek. Mm -hmm. uh, Ellington Wells, back to you for number three. The, Sandy, the, the San Antonio Zoo, rather, are this year running an event called Cry Me a Cockroach. On February 14th, for $5, they will name a cockroach after your ex and feed that cockroach to a lizard. Oh, okay. She's in pain. I Ellington's do love in pain zoos. right now, considering. I do love zoos. Options. Uh, San Antonio is not one that I'm actually paying attention to usually. Mm. I'm more of a Fiona girl, if you know about the I hippo see. in Ohio. Not at okay. All. Okay. Shout out to Fiona fans. They will know what I'm talking about. Um, sure. I'm going to say dirty, rotten, cheat, because I don't think anyone wants to see a cockroach. I just don't think it's mm. a draw. You know, give okay. me, give me, um, like a like a fish and a seal give me a a, a snake and a lion mm -hmm. i'm mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not digging the cockroach okay okay well we like disgusting things and that was true no that's an actual true thing it's an actual true thing no. you have a few more days to get your five dollars in there uh get your ex eaten by a lizard okay one nothing so far uh okay david back to you yes uh, in 2009, Grant Fenton Insurance, based in St. Charles, Missouri, okay. made a Valentine's Day offer for medical coverage, cover for pre-existing heart conditions at 80% of the usual premium. 80%? Mm-hmm. That's a 20% savings. Well, thank you for the math. What year was this? 2009. St. Charles, Missouri. Other end of the state from where you're from. So, so uh, the Affordable Care Act had not been passed yet. That is correct. I will say that is true love. Dirty rotten cheat. Completely made it up. Completely made it up by our by our writers. Unfortunately, Dave. It was so specific. You you reeled me in, and because it thanks was, because it was pre Affordable <laughs> Care Act uh, Act, aka Obamacare. I believe because mm -hmm. if it was mm -hmm. after, I wouldn't have believed it. Thinking pre existing conditions aren't a matter. Well, mm -hmm. I am in a well, deep hole here on the Dave Holmes podcast. You're really not. It's just one nothing. It's just one nothing it's right now. Nothing. Oh, oh, she only no. has one right, but I have she two. She only has one right. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's just, yeah, that's, you don't. Okay, very we good. Don't, you're we not don't. like in the hole. It's not Jeopardy. It's okay. very much not Jeopardy. All right. Okay. Um, Ellington, <laughs> so back to you. so many reasons. In 2019, a San Francisco restaurant called Olive and Twig put together a special Valentine's menu for thruples. It uh, included a sharing uh, platter starter, true love, big appetizer, uh, a spit roast pork. <laughs> let me let me finish because it's really good. It's really good. Spit roast pork for the main dish, a dessert called the More the Barrier, and a cocktail called the Polyamaretto. Obsessed, obsessed with this. I, if it isn't mm -hmm. true, it will be in the future. True love. Well, it will be true in the future because right now it is false. <laughs> right now it is a thing that our writers made up. But you know it's only a matter of time. You know that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so good. I guess maybe, yeah. 
Maybe if it had been Oakland, it would have made more sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like Portland. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah, a Portland yeah. thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. Portland vibes. Why? Why Oakland? Is there, are there more swingers in Oakland? Yeah, I think San Francisco's kind of priced out the the oddballs. So they've kind of yeah. they're in Oakland now, and that's kind of where things are a little crunchier. As as I I don't I don't know I spend no time there. You couldn't catch mm-hmm. me up there, but I do mm-hmm. uh, I just hear things. Uh, David, back to you. Yes. Okay. The Powers Law Firm in Crossville, Tennessee, is offering a free divorce for Valentine's Day. They will choose one winner from a selection of applicants, give them free representation, cover all legal costs, just for you. Is there any fine print? True or false? That's all I get. That's all I get based on this information because I want more information. I'm going to say it's true love. That is absolutely correct. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Crossville, Tennessee. I'm sure there's a ton of fine print that they'll get one or two consultations on the way to divorce because divorces, as I'm well aware, drag on and on and on. So I'm sure there's a a ton of of, uh, fine print there. Yeah, there's gonna, there's a lot of asterisks in that uh, yes. in that yeah, description yeah, yeah. there. Uh, Ellington Wells, a sex yes. toy company, is producing a toy called Satisfier, is offering long distance couples the chance to win vibrating toys that you can control from wherever you are in the world with your mobile phone. Um, in case it helps, the second I in the word Satisfier has been replaced with a Y in the product name, so the Satisfier. Uh. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how that could help, help, but. but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it helps. Unless I was I directly right familiar hand. with the product. I do see that yeah. you took out the name of the company because, hey, that I would be probably um, familiar with that. I mean, it's been a long year, I got to say. Sure. Listen. But the satisfier, um, let's see. I've never done a long distance relationship. I don't know if I believe mm-hmm. in them. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't know about this global love situation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> This is a hard one. I want to just say really quick, but I but I feel like, uh, you know, David's right on my back now with the answers because you got one right. So mm-hmm. no pun intended. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that this is true love. Why not develop this? Why not? Right. Ellington, this is a true story. One point to you. Well, the, the things we can do with our phones these I'm days. I'm telling you, who would have imagined? Um, okay, finally, Dave slash David, this one is for you. A tattooist named Stephen Nowak, based in Miami, is offering tattoos from his Valentine's Hearts flash sheet for half price, or you can get them for free if you agree to have his name tattooed in the heart. That's dirty cheat. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> It is. That's no one would do that. That's no one would do that. That's awful. That's awful, folks. I believe is that a tie? That is a tie. Two two. Wow. You guys, it is a motherfucking dogfight from the very beginning, and I love it. Uh, all right, now it is time for a round. We're calling Wham Bam Goodbye Sam. Now we recently found out Sex in the City is coming back to TV, uh, presumably after you know. Cinema stopped returning Sarah Jessica Parker's yes. phone calls. Now, there's a couple changes. Yep. Uh, it is being retitled and just like that, with an ellipsis. Okay. Um, and and Samantha Jones, played by Kim Cattrall, will not be returning. So we're curious as to what they will do to fill that void. How will they replace her? Will they even try? This is how you come in. We're going to give you a famous character. You persuade me that they are the perfect person to fill, as it were... 
Samantha's hole. Uh, Dave Koechner, you're up first. Um, please tell me why you think Tilda Swinton as Tilda Swinton is the person mm. for the Samantha Jones spot on Sex in the City slash whatever they're calling it now. Okay. Uh, I've never seen the show once. For a, for a million dollars, I couldn't tell you two of the characters' names. I'd say uh, Tilda Swinton is a superior actress, so there is nothing she could not do. She could seduce you or intimidate you in uh, two sentences. Okay, let's say they're they're out at the um, we'll call it Sushi Samba, just because I can't. I, that's the, for whatever reason the first name of a New York place that popped into my head, and it seemed like they went there a bunch in the original one. Okay, and then a uh, a handsome middle aged gentleman, single. We don't see a ring on that guy's finger. They make eyes at each other from across the room. Tilda approaches. What's her game? I can make you come in 30 seconds, yes or no. <laughs> so it's a quiz. <laughs> no, that's what she says to him. Yeah, yes or no. But but it ends with a yes or no. Yes. That is actually, you could write the show. I can't believe that you haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, it's so weird that they didn't okay, reach out to you. That's a perfect line. I make you come in 30 seconds. Wow. Okay. Listen, two points to you for that one. Yeah. You, you've won that round, Dave Keckner. Wow. Uh, by suggesting a scene that is haunting me in three specific different ways. Um, I love it. I love it. You didn't see it, but Kim Cattrall, you could probably guess from the fact that it's Kim Cattrall. Uh, she plays Samantha, who is, um, she's sort of, okay, you know what Sex and the City is, Dave Koechner? It's Herman's head. So, and it was like, it was all of the uh, emotions within uh, the, the main uh, character's uh, head. Uh, so there's like yeah. lust and intellect and, you know, anger and mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. So Samantha Jones, lust. So she's just she's just fucking her way through the city, you know, just talking about dicks from one end of the episode to the other. Um, played by Kim Cattrall, who did not get along with the rest of the cast. And, and that's in, 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 in reality. She was not. Uh, they were not friends. They were they didn't get along. No, they didn't. In reality, they did not. They <laughs> that did not show ran for a long time. It ran for what, like six, seven years, something like that. And then there were two movies. Yes. Boy, and how, yeah. how, 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 yes. how, how early was their acrimony? Um, it feels like from, from like action yeah. on day one. I don't think that they really got along. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kim Cattrall then went on to do an interview for, I think it was like a, you know, intimate profile on E or something like that where, uh, with, uh, her husband at the time. And there is a video, of which is scatting. the best thing I've ever, of her scatting Ellington of yeah. it's her and her husband. And the thing that they love to do is he'll play the upright bass and she recites sonnets and then like scat sings like Ella Fitzgerald. If you had hit Ella Fitzgerald in the head with a pan, I just have to and tell you it's the best I have. First of all, I literally, I literally before actually right before this, yeah, sent this that video to my friend. <laughs> I mm -hmm. watch it. It's pulled up on my phone. I watch it once a year, uh, like a religion. I read poetry and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Well, he bit all the he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. So she's in love with her 
scatting sonnets. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Can't get enough. So there is a moment though, Ellington at the end, uh, where you do see, you do see a flash of regret in her eye (laughs) for having done that on camera. You do see it. You do see it just run across her face. So it's like, is this gonna come back? But yeah, no. she—you can see her thinking like, "What if they invent YouTube?" And then, and then this <laughs> and then it's gone. haunts me until <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, okay, Ellington, the next one is for you. You're gonna be making the case for a place at the brunch table mm-hmm. for the chubby little cubby, all stuffed with fluff, Winnie the Pooh. Why would Winnie the Pooh be a good replacement for Samantha on Sex in the City? Your time starts now. Okay, this is great. I think that. Uh, what I've heard of the younger generations that they're not like as into sex, that they're not as oh. like sex. They're just like not as promiscuous. So I think this is Winnie the Pooh would be a good addition because it's kind of like the rollback of the, uh, the nineties and the two thousands um, and the promiscuity. And, mm. you know, you can't have an updated show about current day sex without having a cuck at the table. I mean, you just can't have it. very true. I mean, you have to have the cuck available for all the jokes to work. So I think that Winnie the Pooh is actually going to be a great addition to the show. Yeah. Wow. Wow. See, here's the thing. This is close. This is a photo finish. This is, they've both made good points, you know, and and extra points to you, uh, Dave, for, for just, yes, ending it. You haven't seen the show. Doesn't matter. You still made a cogent, cogent argument. Uh, however, Ellington Wells said, "Cuck." Point to Ellington <laughs> Wells. I was going to say the same thing. It's hard to top "Cuck" at the table. It's really hard to top "Cuck" at the table. Can Why I just? That good? Can I just voice it though? Oh bother! I find myself here, pantless, at the table again with a very tiny boner. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very Samantha line if she were a bear. Uh, um, okay. uh, wow. What is very bear is pantless? At all times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And genitalsless. Yes. Um, <laughs> as far as we as far as we can see, unless it's like There's, a cat situation where you really got to get in a, there. A, a thick thatch of uh, fur yeah. down there that, that covers his button. <laughs> We have a couple more of these, but we're not going to top that. So let's just let's just move. At the end of that round, uh, Dave Koechner's got four. Ellington Wells has three. Uh, the the uh, Priyanka Chopra feeling alienated in 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 boarding school is on its way to being the most significant pop culture story of this two week period. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more trouble wise. <laughs> I'm Judge John Hodgman. And I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Ten years ago, I came on Jordan Jesse Go and judged my first dispute. Is chili a soup? It's a stew, obviously. The judge has dispensed a decade of justice. He's the one person wise enough to answer the really important questions. Like, should you hire a mime to perform at your own funeral? After they cry, I want them to laugh. Do you really need a tank full of jellyfish in your den? They smell like living creatures decaying. (laughs) Only if they are decaying. Yeah, which they will be. Real people, real justice, real comedy. Winner of the Webby Award for Best Comedy Podcast. The Judge John Hodgman Podcast, every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org.
Oh, Hello, welcome back to Troubled Waters. <laughs> I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Ellington Wells and Dave Keckner, giving us giving us um, erudition, giving us filth, giving us everything that we need <laughs> to to approach and attack this Valentine's Day season. Our next round is called Nose Ceremony, not nose like N O S E, nose like no, okay, like plural of the word no, okay, um, yeah. the negative, um. The, the negative, yeah. Denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, like if someone comes up to you and says, I can make you come in 30 seconds, yes or no, Nose. no is one of your options. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say yes. Um, okay. So, and this, this will take a little explaining, um, but not for you, Ellington. Uh, there's a show on the air called The Bachelor. I, I'm aware. You're of a it. fan. You're, yeah, I mean, we're all aware. I don't know if, I don't know if you're watching. I'm, I'm more invested in this season than I have been. In years, it's an incredible season. Okay. It's an incredible Dave, season, Dave. Anything. It's an incredible season. It really is. <laughs> it is the most emotional ever. I'm glancingly familiar. My my oldest daughter has been watching it, so I I'm, okay, I'm, okay, I'm somewhat familiar. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I do feel like that's how a lot of men come in contact with the show. It's like someone's mm-hmm. forcing them to watch it. It's yeah. on, so it's not forcing. It's on. I'm like, okay, and I, I'm, I'm yeah. desperate to um, be part of my kids' lives, so <laughs> I will, I will attend to it in some casual fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very watchable. It's very dumb. Um, there's five minutes of show stretched over two hours each week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually more of a bachelorette guy just because I like seeing men in peril more than I like seeing women <laughs> yeah, in peril. Yeah. I like I like that I like to watch them cry. Yeah. And be catty with one another. Um but this episode this season rather of The Bachelor is truly something I'm else they have. really 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 like enjoying like a fine 10-year-old wine, enjoying watching blonde white women have to pay consequences for their actions. I'm like, oh, is it their good? weaponized tears aren't working. I'm in love. Oh, it's <laughs> fantastic. Delicious. It's oh incredible. God. It's incredible television. Worth the wait. It's, it really is. It worth really is. It's worth watching wait. all the way through. <laughs> even even Ben, even my boyfriend, who's like, who is steadfastly opposed to this entire genre of television. <laughs> is so deeply in that he is he like now looks forward to monday nights and i I love to see it happen um okay so in this game i'm going to give you a series of actual things that have happened on the bachelor mostly this season Mm -hmm. i'm just going to need you to mount a defense as to why the person was justified in their actions why uh why it was important television why um maybe what the the mindset of the person, whatever. Just defend the action in any way you see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, number one, in in the premiere episode, um, a contestant named Katie, um, you know, you, you want to get out of the limo with a thing. Some people just come out with personality. Some people come out, you know, um, they they've got uh, they're in a baseball uniform or they're or they they get pulled up in a quinceanera carriage or or you know whatever they're they're or they can like drive a, a stick shift or they can, can drive a imagine? stick shift or something yeah they want to have a gimmick okay um, so, so uh, okay they, they try to make it yeah they want to make a big entrance they want to make an impression right. that that first night that first uh, cocktail party it's it's tense uh a contestant named katie got out of the limo uh and presented matt our bachelor uh, with an actual dildo, like an actual dildo, which they referred to and kept calling it a dildo, but there was 
on ABC, there was a big black bar in front of it. Take some time and defend this action however you see fit. Here, here's why it is the right thing to do. A, it mm-hmm. shows confidence. Mm-hmm. B, it forewarns uh, the other ladies what she's capable of. So <laughs> the size and the length and girth of this sexual <laughs> instrument, she announces, is not something that she's intimidated by. So it's a bit racist to begin with. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, yeah. She's announcing, I can take you. Um, yeah. <laughs> also says, perhaps, hey, man, uh, maybe you're going to be the bearer of this gift, right? Oh. Means I like I like all kinds of play. And at the same time, like I said, I, I said this before, it intimidates all of the other ladies. Like, so they now they have to play chess. Do I yeah. try to top that? No pun intended. Or do I ignore it? But it's there. So what are you going to do? If nothing else, it says, I'm interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oddly stirring. Time, but at the same time, it says, uh, you should never introduce me to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That was, wow. a, that was a very, very strong and passionate argument. I think I'm convinced. I think I'm Team Katie on that one. Uh, Ellington, yeah. I would like for you to defend Victoria listing her occupation as queen, uh, mm-hmm. Victoria snatching the snatching. tiara off mm-hmm. a, 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 another contestant's head, mm-hmm. just generally Victoria. Who, David, was the villain this season? Who is okay. the villain, yeah. Who, who got booted? Mm-hmm. She did get booted. Okay. Did not take away. Right. Okay. I love Victoria. I, yes, I think that there always needs to be someone who is so unself-aware that she will take everything personally. Classic abuser behavior. Oh, it was. And yeah, she calling everyone toxic. uh, Just really good strong uh villain material in fact i actually think maybe too too much and that people think that she was a plant but i don't i actually think that she is is that is her that's Um, her in real life huh yeah that's what i think yeah the whole house is gonna feel like that i'm gone like i brought so many people joy here's to turning a new page hopefully a better week Next week in the house. Cheers. Whatever. Matt's not the guy for me. I'm never dating another Matt as long as I live, ever. I hate that name now. Here's to love. I don't think that you can act that way. I think that that is how you are. Yeah, God. Fascinating. She contains multitudes. She's Victoria. Also, very good points. David, back to you. Um, Okay, just last night, Heather, who, as you know, better than almost anyone, her first kiss ever in life was with Colton on the Colton season of The Bachelor, which was a couple of years ago. Colton was oh, the, oh. the big, handsome virgin guy. Okay, she's she a re- was a contestant on his season. She's a returning. Literal first kiss okay. on camera. Okay. Uh, last night, she showed up at this resort, wherever the hell the resort was, showed up, quarantined for 48 hours, and then joined the cast at like the top eight level. This is controversial. I need you to defend Heather. 
Time's defend Heather or defend yeah. the producer's decision to bring her on? Ooh, Listen, get him. I'm, I'm, will, I'm willing to you hear You better it. get him. Well, I think uh, <laughs> nothing needs to be said than your uh, description of what happened. It's quite controversial. A show has to grow. Right. Uh, we have to keep a reason. Uh, we have to keep uh, reasons to watch. And if you change the game, you change the game. Then the players got to play. I thought it was yep. a brilliant stroke to bring this new contestant on because you brought one yep. on. You thought, okay, that's going to be the uh, outlier. Well, no, no, we're going to do a, do it again. This is a game of chess, even though you're playing with people's hearts and minds and emotions, and also playing the hearts and minds and emotions of the people watching. Are they all talking about it? Well, mission accomplished. Oh my gosh, Dave, I feel like you need to take it up a notch. It's like, actually, David, this is a politician we're talking to right now. (laughs) I think so. This is... I think so. I mean... (laughs) Ellington, I I was a poli-sci major. Okay, I see. This is like I've, n- I've, you know, you there's did. not a, there's not a question you can't knock right back. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> you know, and this I is... don't really know about sports, but I think <laughs> knocking it right back over to the other side. This is our first great improviser politician. Uh, <laughs> that was a very thought provoking round. Uh, it was also a five point round, which I don't, I just decided. Um, and those five points, just for pure emotional uplift, do go to David Keckner. Um, so congratulations. It is now a nine, three game, but our final round could change everything. And it is coming after this short break. Hey, it's Jesse. What you're about to hear is real. Hey, this is Chris. Hi, Chris. It's Jesse calling for maximum fun. Hey, Jesse. I heard that you got into a car accident. Yeah, I was listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself, and I just laughed so hard that I uh, slammed into a construction barrier. (laughs) uh, (laughs) You remember what it was that was so funny? I will never forget, I'm sure. They started talking about Vegas and the, you know, if it happens here, it stays here, and that slogan. And then Graham was talking about, oh, you know, wasn't there some other slogan for another commercial? I was like a commercial for food and it said like whatever's in there stays in there i can't remember what it was clams or something (laughs) (laughs) clams just so ridiculous and man i got lightheaded i was laughing so hard next thing i know (laughs) smash they are they are just brilliantly funny so i talked to dave and graham from stop podcasting yourself we would like to pay your car repair bill is that okay that I mean, that would be super nice, Jesse. I really uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Ellington Wells and David Keckner. It is time for our final round. It is called Romantic Speech. One of our favorite new games here on Troubled Waters in the last year has been enticing our players to improvise an inspiring locker room coach speech in the style of sports movies. This is our Valentine's Day show. So we thought we would turn off the TV, turn down the lights, turn up the romance. So this time around, we're giving you the assignment to deliver sweeping romantic declarations of love, not unlike this classic moment from Jerry Maguire. Our little project, our company, 
had a very big night. But it wasn't complete. It wasn't nearly close to being in the same vicinity as complete. We get it, Tom Cruise. We get it. Our writers have compiled a set of romantic comedy setups for you. Now, all you got to do is bring it to the end zone. I'm sorry that it's not sports. Uh, seal the romantic deal by taking that prompt, delivering a speech that'll be recited by folks while sobbing into boxes of self-bought chocolates. We're looking for sentiment. We're looking for sincerity. We're looking for uplift. We're looking for uh, pull quotes like you complete me. Uh, the more you can actually pull from the prompt, the better. All right. Show me the lovey. Ellington, we'll start with you. Uh, you are in love with your best friend. Your best friend is an astronaut. You've never been honest with your friend, <laughs> with yourself, about your feelings. Now your friend is boarding a one-way rocket to Mars. You got a diaper. You drove all night long. You ran through all the security at the NASA Space Center. You are pounding on the door of the rocket. Your beloved opens the door. What do you say to get your astronaut amor to stay on Earth? Your time starts now. So you're going to be out of breath. Sarah. Sarah, I had to see you before you go, before you go up to the moon. Because I have been staring at the moon all night on my drive. Just looking at it, looking back at me. And I can't imagine it, it being more far away. I drove all night. I drove through rain and snow and sleep and the moon never got closer you will be so far away and you will never be close to me again and Sarah I'm pregnant and it's yours and running is not good for the baby I just I can't imagine you not being here. And I don't know how to put on a diaper. I tried. It didn't. I tried in the car. It didn't really work. And so I need you here with me. Please stay. And oh, my God. Oh. Oof. That was fantastic. Um, we do validate. Thank you so much for coming by. Um, that was beautiful. From... Uh, from from the from the beautiful romantic comedy, the moon never gets closer. That was Ellington gorgeous. Wells, that was that, gorgeous. That earned you four points, Ellington. That was uh, the moon. Was that was that a, is that an old line? The moon never got closer. I don't think so. I think that I was, wrote it. Yeah. I think yeah. I wrote it. That was that was a yeah. great one. That was a great line. I was like, oh, that that's is, very nice. Listen, so, I was nominated. Uh, the show that I wrote on was nominated for an NAACP Image Award. So. <laughs> I, I think mean, that's because don't just for give itself. those out. It <laughs> should right there. That uh, so if you get a job, a writer's job, off the Dave Holmes podcast, he gets ten percent of earning, one, <laughs> earning passive of, income of one through episode, this show, and I love it. Of one episode, <laughs> um, okay, David. Final one is for you. You have been driven mad with love. You burst into a church. You interrupt a wedding. Your loved one is there, as you thought at the altar. The ceremony is almost complete. The twist for you is your loved one is the priest. How do you win his heart? How do you get him to renounce his faith, to rip that collar off, leave the church, and start a new life with you? Your time starts now. I object! Oh! Not to this union you're about to perform, but I object 
to your rejection of your true self, the man you really are, who, yeah, is hiding under two layers. Hiding as a man of the cloth. A nice dress, by the way. You made that yourself, didn't you? Oh my God, he's doing, he's working, he's doing crowd work. Hiding under the gauze and guise of being a man of God. And though I know and I believe that you do love your God, I'm asking you now to love yourself in the way that your God loves you, regardless if you come with me now or not. My love for you will never end. And I know, I know you love me. I know you do. You don't have to say it. You've shown it in your kindness, in your grace. I love you, Harold. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead and finish marrying them. I'll be waiting at the end of the church. Oh, by the way, I quit smoking, too, because I know that bothers you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Ellington. Ellington, can we talk about this? He's dabbing at his own eyes. There were real tears. There were real tears. He summoned... Real tears. He did crowd work, Ellington. He there was there. There's an aside. See, we could see the oh congregation. There was an aside. It was vivid. Uh. It was emotional. Uh. Um, oh. From the upcoming romantic comedy Gauze and Guys, but it's G U Y S with with the rare full thirty two point answer or monologue, That's Dave Keckner. That My really blew God. me away. That was really, wow. that was really beautiful. God damn. I'm going to get to work yeah. on that, on that screenplay. I finally, I was like, oh, you can hear if someone's good at acting. He's right. It truly. Yeah. You actually yeah. can hear if someone's good or bad from a clip. Yeah. 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 It, when it comes from a truthful place, it's, wow. it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I told my mom, oh, I will. God. My mom asks me all the time. She's like, take an acting class. I'm like, I don't need it, babe. But actually, um, second guessing that really hard right now. Yeah, we could all we could all learn a thing or two. Dave Keckner, you are the winner. The most important story for the next couple of weeks. The thing that will be on everyone's lips. Priyanka Chopra Jonas having felt teenage alienation in wow. boarding school. Mm-hmm. It's a big story. Touches on class. Touches on yeah. Uh, development. It's a big one. Congratulations to you. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to write the karmic balance in the world, tell us something someone else made that you love, that you want the world to know about Dave Keckner. What you got? Uh, currently dropped last Friday. Uh, and it, it perfect for the month of February and the uh, romantic week that we are, we are in or approaching, I guess, because mm-hmm. Sunday begins a new week. Uh, Valentine's Day. It's a rom-com called um, The Right One, starring Nick Thune and uh, Cleopatra Coleman and uh, right. a tour de force by Eliza Schlesinger. She is fantastic in this role, uh, directed by and written by uh, Ken Mock, um, who knows a thing or two about romance. And it is uh, aptly directed and uh, and uh, aptly um well, well acted. And so that's the, my current project available on multiple platforms, uh, DVD, Blu-ray and then select theaters. Great. If you're brave. Uh, and then something, someone else did. Oh, something someone else did. Yeah. Shoot, 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 shoot. 
as you know, I don't watch much. Oh, you know what? This is an. Can I do an old one? Does it have to be a new one? Absolutely. Oh, by, oh, yeah. by the way, sure. I, I saw. Um, of course. Um, uh, let's see. Um, if you haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, mm-hmm. my God, it's fantastic. Um, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. We already knew he was beyond talent, and it's clear that he's probably suffering gravely when he made this uh, movie version of the play, uh, August Wilson's play. It is superbly acted by everyone. It's a great story. It'll break your heart. It'll make you believe. It'll make you uh, distrust. But his performance is fucking great. So that would be my show to see. Great. Love it. Ellington Wells, how about you? Um... Just, uh, I, you already plugged it at the top of the show, but my short film, $16,000 is, um, airing is, is premiering right now, not premiering, but it's on the, um, the, it's our final festival slam dance, February 12th through the 20th, I think. So check that out. Um, it is a film that I co-wrote and co-starred in about reparations and what that would look like. And it's a comedy. Um, and I'm very proud of it. And then uh, something that someone else did, I am loving, my friend Chelsea Devantes has a podcast called um, Celebrity Book Club, where she goes through and review, she like does commentary on celebrity books. Uh, they're, they're like tell-alls their bios and it is just so fun and so good and she's got some really good ones coming up the carly simon episode just came out and it's an incredible ep you gotta check it out love it um i am dave holmes my book party of one is available where books are sold um and i would like to plug a podcast as well uh my friend renee colvert who you may know from the great show can i pet your dog um has a podcast called my pandemic makeover spectacular um it is knowing as we all do that there is a uh, an end date now and it is approaching there were so many things we all wanted to get done we all wanted to get in shape we all wanted to learn a language or learn how to play guitar or play chess or whatever and she's going through all the areas of her life that she was going to improve during the last year that she didn't do anything about and she is racing to the finish line and it is charming and funny and every episode is like 10 minutes long it's bite-sized and delicious and she's an American treasure. Ellington Wells, Dave Keckner, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Ellington Wells, make a noise. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! Dave Keckner. <laughs> Whammy! Whammy, that's my favorite one yet. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! Woo! And Laura Swisher. And we all send you safe, distant smooches. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.